0: The following is a Hoop Ball presentation.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Potter, joined by my good buddy Santino Cocon to break down this wonderful Thursday, January 21st slate. We got three games. I got my buddy here, Santino. How are you doing over there, brother?
0: Doing pretty good, man. Uh, just finished looking at the double overtime Cavs-Nets thriller where the, the <laughs> Cavs came out hot in that uh, second period of overtime.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, this is just how we all expected it and wrote it up. You know, the Cavs would just, uh, you know, Durant would be playing like at MVP form. Uh, Kyrie Irving would make his return. They would trade for James Harden and then barely be able to, you know, fight the the Cavs over there. But uh, nonetheless, I, I I don't think we're worried about those that Nets team long term. Uh, but we got a little slate on our hands, man. We got three games. We got three games to talk about. We got a little bit of a sweat going, uh, you know, tonight. I know we had a lot of the same guys in our lineups. Uh, And they're doing fairly well. So we're going to keep an eye on that at the same time. This will probably be a fairly short podcast for you guys. Only three games, uh, but there's still some juiciness. Nonetheless, before we jump into anything, let me just give a shout out to our presenting sponsors, MyBookie. Head over to MyBookie.ag, guys, if you haven't already checked them out. Uh, I don't know where you guys use your books, where you guys place your bets, but mybookie8.ag is the only place where I go to. Uh, they have my stamp of approval. I trust them. They handle all my NBA-related bets. So they're going to be handling my Super Bowl bet when that comes up. Uh, and there's every single bet I, I possibly make. Uh, they have the best lines and the most trusted out there. And not to mention, their customer service is absolutely fantastic. If you ever have an issue... They will get to it and get back to you as soon as possible, and it's like right away and at the instance. They're the best odds boost contests and promotions in the business. I know Santino over there uh, and myself have cashed in plenty of times when they do their odd boost contests. A lot of a lot of trusted bookies out there do them. I've yet to see them as good as mybookie.ag. So guys, head over there, use that promo code hoopball H-O-O-P. B-A-L-L, you'll get a 50% deposit match on up to a thousand dollars. That means if you put in a thousand bucks, they give you five hundred for free. And then let me just give a shout out to Manscaped, another one of our presenting sponsors. These guys are absolutely fantastic over there. Check them out. Go to manscaped.com. Look at that perfect package kit. Comes with a little bit of everything. The lawnmower 3.0, you get the conditioner, you get the body wash, you get the boxers, the travel case, a little bit of everything. And it's at a very, very fair price. And how do you make a fair price better? You head over there and you use the promo code HOOPBALL20 at checkout. That's hoopball a l l two zero at the checkout. And you'll get 20% off plus free shipping. Elevate your grooming game. If not, elevate your partner's or maybe just a friend's grooming game. Uh, It's a fantastic product, guys. I use it. They're fast charging. They're waterproof. Everything about them is what you need in your bathroom. So check them out, guys. Manscaped promo code HOOPBALL20. All right, Santino, we got three games Ugh. on the docket for tonight. Uh, yeah, a... Your
0: your voice is just, you just keep going and going and going.
1: I got like, the I energizer, be, I've, buddy. I've, I can't. We got I can't. some great sponsors, man. I gotta give them, I gotta give them their time. Uh, I gotta give them their time. They I don't mind.
0: The, I like the sponsors. Uh, I love Manscaped. I love. My bookie is just just your voice and saying them yeah. uh, over it. Let's let's get on to the slate, man. Yeah,
1: there's a reason we only do one show per week together. Uh, I don't know if we would be able to get through five or six or seven if we ever even tried to do that. One of us would be dead by the end of the week. But Lakers traveling to Milwaukee take on the Bucks in this one. Uh, we have a 228 and a half game total. Bucks being favored by one. Is that correct over there, Santino? Are You seeing the same thing? Because I'm seeing like, uh, you know, two, two on two different sides. I'm seeing even, and then Bucks favored by one. Nonetheless, they're expecting. I, I
0: have the Lakers plus two and a half.
1: Okay, so we're gonna go with that one because that's what I thought. Like the Bucks being favored in this felt a little weird to me. So I think well, my, they are my, favored. The Lakers plus two oh, and a half. Okay. A so, uh, road, like, road dogs. I feel like I'm taking the Lakers on that one, buddy. I know you're a Laker fan, so you're probably a little biased on this one. But that's a my bookie action. I think I'm gonna have to get it on, but. All right, so you have Bucks being uh, or Lakers being yeah, Bucks being favored by two and a half. <laughs> I, I got this. I'm, no, I'm it's getting a little it out. tricky, but I'm getting it out. Bucks being favored by two and a half. Uh, as far as injuries are concerned, we did it. Uh, they did uh, Bucks have yet to list there, so not only are they gonna confuse me and give me tongue twisters as far as game totals and spreads, uh, they didn't list their injury report yet either. So Lakers, they did. Uh Cas Jared, Dudley both ruled out. We have LeBron James questionable. Davis Caldwell Pope, Anthony Davis, and Wesley Matthews probable. So, Santino, I'll pass it over to you. You're our resident in-house Lakers guy on the DFS team. We know that you're a Laker fan. If anybody's new to listening to the show, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Santino is a Laker fan, and so uh, break this down for me, buddy. Uh, you know Davis, or I mean uh, LeBron being questionable, I pretty much think it's safe to assume we all know what that means. The dude's just he's gonna play, but this is gonna be a contested game this is one that we may need to see a few more minutes out of uh, you know James and Davis and right now they're at pretty delectable price tags but take it over
0: yeah so uh, right now the they're kind of still ramping them up yeah LeBron played 38 minutes in the last one Davis played a lot and Davis had I believe his best fantasy game or one of his best fantasy games of the season in the last one in 37 minutes against the Warriors smaller front court <clears throat> um but It's hard for me right now to pay a price tag on both these guys, just knowing that it's still, they're still kind of easing themselves in. They're still, they're not into like we must dominate right now type of mode. This team is deep. This team is still winning. Yes, they just blew a lead to the Warriors at home, but this team is just stocked all around. So they don't have that full plate that they had last year, and they don't need to right now. Uh, It's still early in the season. We're still, In January, Uh, they're not going to, I don't see them ramping up till maybe February, but coming off that big loss, see, this is the only thing that makes me a little more interested in them. One, it's a smaller slate. There's not that many huge, big options out there. Uh, Yes, Giannis and Steph, uh, but there's not too, too many people out there on, on a, Six-team six, six team slate, uh, and they just lost after losing an 18-point lead in the second half um, at home, as I, m- I just mentioned. So it gives me a little more incentive to want to play them in this big-time, prime-time matchup at Milwaukee. Uh, so I do think LeBron James and Anthony Davis, I think they're both going to play. Um, Giannis and and Davis are going to go at it. I think this is more of a LeBron game. If I'm going to pick one of those two guys, I have very much a, a lot of confidence in LeBron James coming off that loss to bounce back in here. And I think uh, what if 45 points is value? I think we can get a 50 and and possibly a 60 point game out of him this one. Um, I don't. I'm not that upside of the 60 is. I'll have shears of it just because I don't think it's as likely. But I think definitely bringing back value is is what LeBron is going to. Um, bringing this one after that loss.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm right there with it. I prefer LeBron over Davis. Uh you know, looking back these two teams, they they played twice last year and uh the last game was on March 6th. The studs played uh, LeBron played like a champion. Uh you know, 37 points, uh three steals, eight rebounds, eight assists game in 36 minutes. Davis played 29 minutes in that same game. Uh he didn't struggle necessarily. Uh, but 30 points, nine rebounds, still a fantastic game. That's why I think both these guys and it could be it could be said we'll get to the other side of the ball. Um, when we see we, we saw the same thing when the Nets played the Bucs, when these two great teams face off, it brings the best out of the stud players and the star players uh, when they get to go toe to toe. So I think these guys are very much in play, although I do love Steph Curry in that in that next matchup, which we will get to. But. Uh, but I, I think LeBron's got to be one of the safer cash options if you're looking to spend up on this slate. It just makes so much sense to me on his price tag, where you can still allow uh, allows you to get to some other options as well. But uh, looking at some of these other options, we talked about the, the you know the two studs up there. Uh, any interest in guys like Schroeder, Harrell, Kuzma, uh, Marcus Saul down at thirty six hundred? Could you see yourself buying any of them? Uh,
0: it's just hard because all the usage funnels through those guys, and yes, they. Uh they're kind of easing themselves in. But this team, like I I mentioned, is is just very deep. So the usage doesn't get funneled to a third guy really. It gets funneled uh spread around to multiple people out there. And anybody whoever's having themselves a solid game, it goes to. I do think uh Dennis Schroeder, I I don't want to look at in the matchup. Drew Holiday's one of the best defenders, perimeter defenders in the league. Mont uh Hero him and Bobby Porters are going to be fun to watch coming off the bench against each other, both high-energy, run-around guys, do similar things. Um, and I think that's a fair price tag for him at 5200 if you're not paying high at, at center there. I think he could bring back value there. But I'm not – I won't have too many shares of him. But, yeah, Marcus Saul at 3600 he's not playing too much right now. But him and, and Brooke Lopez are, are similar-ish in this of the in, in their respective stages of the career. I don't see him playing – more than his standard uh, twenty or so minutes, if that. So I won't have too many shares, but at thirty six hundred, if you're digging deep in in a slate like this, uh, he will. He will. I will have a, a share or two of him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that there's going to be one of these bench guys that between Harold and Kuzma, I'm expecting one of them to have a, a pretty rock solid game. Kuzma's been playing well. Uh, it almost feels like you chase anytime you want to play Kuzma, and you're checking the box scores, and you see that you know he's had three double digit rebounded games out of the past four. Uh, and that's pretty much the, the premises of a lot of his value is if, you know, he's always going to be scoring anywhere between, uh, you know, 10 and 15 points. It's, it, where are the rebounds going to be there? Uh, the positive thing is that the Bucks play at one of the fastest paces in the NBA right now. So that, you know, we should see more possessions for this Laker team who, you know, plays at a pretty neutral to lower pace. So I, I don't mind taking a stab at either one of those guys between Harrell, between Kuzma. I Like what you said, uh, I think, you know, getting Harrell at the center position might just be better for eligibility wise. And it wouldn't shock me if we see Casal, like you said, touch 20 minutes. He's usually floating around 15 to 20. Not the greatest point-per-minute guy at this stage in his career. But you know what? If it, if it tips up, like I said, if this game stays close, it ends up being a really close game. We're going to see ample run out of the best players on both teams. That's just how it works. These guys rest their players during bad games to play them for these types of games. So we'll slide over to the Milwaukee side of the ball. I already gave my piece on Giannis. I think he's very much in play. Uh, Probably more GPP oriented for me. I think that LeBron makes more sense for cash plays. Uh, and then I don't mind even looking at a guy like Chris Middleton. I think he's going to draw one of the, you know, the better matchups out of all these other defenders. Um, actually, how do you think that goes? Do you think, who do you think is Gargiannis? Do you think it's, do you think LeBron takes him? Or do you think it's Davis? More of Davis? It's going to be Davis. Davis. is going to take him. Um, and so then th- so. We, we might actually see some LeBron on Middleton. Um That has me pondering it a little bit. I like the price tag for it. I don't love necessarily the matchup on paper. But like I said, the narrative of it being a close matchup and a close game, I don't expect it to necessarily be high scoring, but I expect the guys that uh, put up high scores to do so. So he would definitely fall into that for me. At 7,600, I definitely don't mind him. And I I, I can even see myself running back a LeBron to Middleton type stack, getting one of the two top guys in this game and then spreading out some of my ownership – along the other spots and then after that for me it's just bobby portis you like you said he's gonna have some good minutes off the bench 4300 i think it's a very fair price tag for a guy that we can get some good value on on only a three game slate
0: yeah i'm probably not gonna have too many shares of Giannis either and yet davis is the best defender on this team he's going to take that challenge so i see davis being the primary defender uh he's going to ask for that challenge also not just be given it uh so that's where i see davis being Middleton, kind of. I, I think 76 is pretty cheap for him. He should be in the mid, mid to low 8K range. So you still have some some meat on the bone there to to etch out. And I don't mind the matchup for him. I don't know how much LeBron will guard him. LeBron might they might just put LeBron on someone else just to ease him in there as well. Um, but I, I kind of like Middleton there. I don't mind Drew Holiday at 66. I don't play a ton of pe- point cards against the the Lakers, but this is going to be a, a up tempo matchup and I think he's been playing pretty well lately. Uh, he's getting more shot attempts. He's inserting, asserting himself more. He's getting a better feel for his teammates, and he just dropped $600 uh, in salary in the last game. So I, I think you have a solid option there as a as a mid-tier guy at point guard. Um, and, yeah, I think Bobby Portis at 43. He finally – most of these guys have been dropping uh, in the last game in, in terms of price tag, uh, but Bobby Portis was in the mid-5Ks. Now we get an entire – thousand dollar uh discount on him and that's more where i would want to attack him in the the low 4k range not the mid 5k range so i do think he's going to get a pretty good amount of run here um in, an, in a solid tempo game and, and I, I like him as well
1: yeah and i expect his ownership to be fairly high as well with the only three games so we'll slide over to the next game jumps from a 7 30 p.m eastern standard time game to a 10 p.m eastern standard time game new york knicks Traveling to Golden State. They're going to be in the Bay Area taking on the Warriors. Uh, for this one, the Warriors have yet to submit their injury report, but the Knicks have. And uh, Santino, I know you're going to like this one. Alec Burks is probable. Frank Nittacalina, doubtful. Austin Rivers is doubtful. But I say that because we're in uh, a fantasy league together, of course, me and Santino. And he's been, he has been—he picked up uh, Alec Burks off the waivers. Someone dropped him. And he's just been just licking his chops, waiting for this guy to come back. So he's back for you, buddy. And he's back for us DFS players as well. And then let's look at the game total for this one. We are looking at a 228. Oh, I'm sorry. This has yet to be released because Golden State still playing tonight. So I apologize. That was tonight. So no game total, no spread. Sino. know. Shame, <laughs> shame, shame, shame. Uh, but we'll start off with this Knicks team. Uh, I'll take over the Knicks real quick, I'll, and then I'll pass it off to you. Uh, they're playing hard. It's plain and simple. This is going to be a great matchup for a lot of these Nick guys, simply because Thibodeau is going to run these guys into the ground regardless. Uh, Julius Randle, $8,800. Uh, never thought coming into the season I'd be paying 8800 but he's well worth it. Uh, you know, if you wanted to pay up for two studs on this slate, it's going to be tough because I think there's a lot of good mid-tier value. And by mid-tier value, I mean guys just below 9 k We have plenty of options between Giannis, Davis, LeBron, Curry, uh, you know, that we could spend up on and, and just – you know, blow the salary. Get two of them. Go stars and scrubs. I don't know if that's the way my builds are going to go. I might get one of these guys, and I might just lean on a guy like Randall as well. Because if he's going to be playing 38, 39 minutes in an up-tempo pace matchup against against Golden State, a uh, team that's kind of been struggling on in the interior until they decide that they want to play a little bit more, Kevon Looney. Uh, I don't, I don't mind taking some stabs at him. So I'll be looking at him. Outside of that, maybe like an Alfred Payton at 5,800. Uh, I don't mind him. I want to keep an eye on Quickly's minutes now that Burks is back. You know he's going to have to slide himself into the rotation somewhere or another. And this is going to where it's we're going to find out. Let's push come to shove. Uh, the minutes are going to have to come to some from somewhere. We're either going to see Quickly slide back down to you know that that low teens range, 15, 14 range, uh, mm-hmm. or Peyton's going to be playing 26, 25, and you know they're they're going to have to come from somewhere else on the wing. They're going to have to make some decisions, but. That's kind of my take on it. I don't mind looking at Peyton. I'll probably fade quickly in this one. It might bite me at forty-eight one hundred, but I'm expecting him to draw a ton of ownership. And I'll put it on the record. I've been saying I do think he's the better play and uh, better player uh, as opposed to Alfred Payton. But Santino, give me your take on the Knicks. Yeah. So the
0: the Knicks just they play at the slowest pace in the league. They play very good defense. They play. Tom Thibodeau basketball, if, you've, if you haven't watched this guy coach a team in a while, uh, this is exactly what they do. They play slow. They play defense. They beat you up. Nothing really flashy. They play a lot of minutes as well, a lot of minutes, as many minutes as they can possibly handle. If you buy, buy into a system, you will play. Uh, so that's the the thing here. But the Warriors, on the other hand, playing really good defense again. They're starting – since Draymond came back, they've they're gotten much better on the defensive end. Um, still – Towards the this bottom half, the bottom third of the league, but they are improving and their pace is just Warriors pace as, as we'd expect. A little slower than if they had Clay Thompson and Durant when they did and everybody, but they're third in the league in pace right now. So they are playing fast. Uh, and this is a great spot for any of these Knicks guys. I like a I I do like a lot of them. I think Julius Randle is going to play a lot of center in here. They're not going to play James Wiseman on the other end a lot of minutes. Um when Draymond shifts there or Looney shifts there whatever uh Randall's going to play good amount of minutes at center he's going to play power forward he's going to play his standard 38 plus minutes or so i i think 8800 is a fair price tag for him even with Draymond being that's just why you end.
1: your are standard 38 plus <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right.
1: Just casually say that. Like that only allows ten more minutes at that. if he only played power forward, that would only be ten minutes left for anybody else to step to court at that position. And
0: he's he's actually I shouldn't say standard. That's a, a minute higher or less than a minute higher than his his thirty-seven point one minutes per game right now, which is insane. Uh, but he's going to be playing up upwards of that. RJ Barrett, another guy who's just playing a ton of minutes. These two guys we can count on for thirty-seven minutes, and that's. That's their literal average right there. He's at our Barrett's at 37. Randall's at 37.1, and at 6900, um, this is a good matchup for him. It's it's a quick pace and it's a good matchup. Wiggins played tonight, uh, and this is the second night of a back-to-back. He did come into the game with a game-time decision. He got upgraded to probable. He played. Maybe he doesn't play on the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, he's not a great defender anyway. But the person behind him, Damian Lee, is is not as good as him so that's even a better matchup for him. I think Mitchell yeah, Robinson I, I oh, will sorry. say
1: Wiggins, Wiggins has a, he's he's definitely stepped it up compared to what he's been. He's still not yeah, yeah. anything world class but uh he's definitely stepped up his def- you know his defense. I think he he had to because <laughs> he knew he couldn't be played down by down threes. So he had to do something in this system exactly. Sorry to cut you off.
0: Oh uh, yeah. No no problem. But yeah, I think he's played better as well. But Mitch Robinson I think 6K I, I mentioned uh Montrezell Hero, I think this is a good matchup for him, too, and I don't mind going cheaper at center here. Uh, I think there's a couple quality options in the mid-K. I do like Alec Burks more than Quickly in this one. Uh, this 5,300, this guy was crushing it earlier. He's going to be there. He's their go-to scorer in the backcourt when they put Barrett at small forward, which they want to do more often. Uh, Quickly is going to still play a lot of minutes because there's no Austin Rivers. There's no Frankie Frank the Tank Nidale Laquino. So I think he's going to see a solid amount of minutes but Burks is not in a timeshare with anybody. This shooting guard job when whenever they um take Bullock or Reggie Bullock off the court, which he's just starting in, he's a starter in name only. Burke's going to be playing his allotment of minutes as long as he is conditioning there and he's ready to go. I think 5300 is a, a great tag for him and I would prefer him. I'd rather pay the 1200 more than than in Quickly's case.
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing with Burks is like how many minutes is he playing, uh, you know, coming back after a, I wouldn't say a long layoff, but longer than we had most anticipated and expected uh, when we initially saw it and, and heard about the injury. So uh, if we hear that there's no real limitations, he's good to go. And I imagine, <laughs> uh, you know, if there's any limitations, we'll find out quickly. Well, he, um, he was practicing
0: for the past week. Uh, so I, I, <laughs> I well, that's think the thing. It, that, that's what yeah, I was going to say. Thibodeau. I think it's a Thibodeau thing of yeah. if you can't give me 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're not ready to go. Maybe that's <laughs> the. I don't know. That's just speculation, but that's no, what it no, seems like Thibodeau question. likes to do. Give me thinking. 45, or you're really not healthy. If you can give me 40, I don't know, man
1: i was thinking the exact same thing so uh if 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 he if he couldn't play 40 minutes i don't think they would play him uh i think you're right so i maybe i play burks over payton maybe that's the tournament pivot i think they're both uh you know not going to be low owned but i don't expect either one to draw a ton of ownership compared to some of these other options that we have so i don't mind taking a stab out of them uh either one of them but let's side over to the golden state side of the ball i talked about steph curry a little bit I do like Curry. We talked about the negatives of this matchup, you know, the Thibodeau defense, the Thibodeau pace and all that. Uh, with that being said, Steph Curry is still a guy for some reason. He goes lower owned than he should on most slates. And I think on a night like this, uh, with three other options that we could pay up on, I, I think people might you know, not avoid them, but they might gravitate to those other spots a little bit more. So in tournaments, I don't mind looking at Steph Curry. Uh, He's probably my second favorite tournament option in uh, in order of LeBron and then Steph. So, uh, you know, I think LeBron's probably the safest thing for cash. And he's like you said, he he has that 50 to 60 point upside in that matchup as well. I think Steph Curry always has that upside no matter what. It's just, you know, whether or not this game stays close. And I think that with how annoying these these Knicks have been against good teams. And yes, I said the Warriors are a good team. um, They'll be able to hang into it. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see on that one. But that's kind of my take with Curry. Outside, of Curry- I'm with you. I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm I'm kind of with
0: you. I, I like him more as a tournament option. And uh, if this game was in the Garden, and there was fans in the stands, I would be all over him, even in the matchup, because he he plays up for big moments and he plays up in big spots. Uh, but they're they're home. It's t- a little tougher matchup. He is Steph Curry, so he can get all- his shots off anytime. I uh, just I kind of I, I just like the LeBron narrative that. This team just lost by 18 points or a a huge, they lost a huge lead coming um, at home the last game. And now they're going against the Bucs. I just like that narrative a little more.
1: Yeah, no, I I can't blame you for it. And I'm with you. That's, uh, I still think I play more LeBron uh, in my tournaments, but I will definitely have uh, shares of Curry. I'm hoping, I don't know if I'll be above weight on him compared to the field, but I, I expect to be pretty, pretty fairly even keel with the field at the very least. Uh, and then the other options I'm looking at, it would be, you know, Draymond Green. You talked on Wiggins. Uh, if Wiggins does sit on this back-to-back, yes, I do want some Damian Lee. You guys hear me talk about him all the time. I'm waiting. Uh, believe me. I had some Damian Lee in my 3, lineup. 3500 is nothing. Yeah. I had some Damian Lee in my lineups tonight just in case Wiggins didn't play. And, uh, you know, I'll probably get 16 points out of him when it's all said and done. And that lineup will probably be 20 points away from a first-place finish. And I'll hate myself for it. But it is what it is. I'm willing to take shots on the guy because – a guy at 3,500, especially on a three-game slate, uh, you're not going to be able to find value like that if he ends up starting and play 30-plus minutes. He's almost the chalk value play. And then if he is the chalk value play, you look at a guy like Kent Baysmore as the pivot because he'll probably play a fair amount of minutes off the bench. So if Wiggins is out, keep your eye on both those guys. Nonetheless, Curry and Draymond very, very much in play with me. Um, probably, I don't want to say I'll fade Ubre, but... Uh, but I'm not going to keep chasing that this this guy's you know actually hitting the three point shots and he's got the confidence. I'm happy for him. That's great and all. Uh, this is just I can't love all these guys going against the Knicks and he's probably yeah. the guy that's going to have to uh, you know sit on the uh, on the odd seat. I'm with you.
0: Pretty pretty much everything you said there. Uh, this is not a team that I want to target heavily in this type of matchup. But Damian Lilley, oh, Lilley. Damian Lee, if he starts at 3,500 or even if he doesn't, he's a solid guy. Uh, I would probably be more balanced, so I won't be going totally dumpster diving if he's not starting. But uh, he's still 3,500. He could hit value. I, Draymond Green's in a good matchup. Julius Randle doesn't intimidate anybody on the defensive end, and I would love if we if we could see James Wiseman play 25 minutes because this is a matchup at 4,500 that I would definitely target him. Another cheap center option, but he's just too volatile volatile for me to play at at, at right now.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of it just has to do with the inexperience, the foul trouble and things like that. I I guess if that's the positive, I don't expect Mitchell Robinson to get him into foul trouble. Um, There's the glass half full approach, but it's still a very risky, risky play. And, you know, with Montrezl Harrell only being $700 more, that's a safer cash option. But I get it if you want to play Wiseman in a tournament. Uh, We'll keep it moving. Next game, last game, final game, another 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. A lot of games. Ah, uh, New Orleans Pelicans going against the Utah Jazz. So this game right now it does have a game total, 216. Jazz favored by six and a half points. Uh, looking at the injury report, Derek Favors probable. Elijah Hughes is out, and we do not have one for the Pelicans. So. We will start with this Pelicans team. They look like they're fairly healthy. They should be good. Lonzo Ball came back in that last game. He was on a little bit of a minutes restriction, so uh, we'll have to keep our eye on that and see if he's back up to uh, you know his normal allotment of thirty plus minutes. If that's the case, fifty five hundred is a great price tag. I think you know people are going to have to make some decisions when it comes down to it, Lonzo and Payton uh, as that secondary type guard in that five K range. And, you know, if I don't hear anything on the restriction, I'll probably lean Peyton. But there's no restriction. I think Lonzo makes a whole ton of sense. And then you can still get some Knicks exposure with some Randall or some Burke. So I do like some Lonzo if there is absolutely no restrictions, if there is restrictions not going near him. And I think we can take another look at Zion. I talked about him in this matchup last time. It's just a good matchup for him. Uh, They you know, they could throw favors at him. But favors doesn't have that first step. Uh, quite like he used. To. I don't know if he ever had it to keep up with Zion necessarily, uh, but he's not going to be able to keep up with Zion, and he's going to have his way. And then we're Stephen Adams is just big enough to keep Gobert away to make his room in the paint for him. So, well,
0: Royce O'Neal's the guy who's going to be primary on him at at starting, but he's yeah. only he's a as good of a defender as this guy is. He's only six six. He's not going to do. Very, it. <laughs> he's he's pretty much a, a wing, but he's playing power forward. Uh, yeah, I think Zion's floor is just super safe. The ceiling isn't there because and it's hard to say Zion's ceiling isn't there, but right now his peripheral stats are just not there, so the ceiling isn't sky high, but his floor is is just safe. This guy is, is doing what you expect him to do. He's a prime-time scorer already in this league, uh, so I think 77 is a solid. You, you can get a 37-point floor out of him and with a little bit more room to to grow there.
1: Absolutely. And, and when we see Steven Adams in these types of matchups, Steven Adams has always been the guy that has done dirty work. Uh, the stuff that no one notices, he's pretty much the reason why Russell Westbrook uh, was able to do so much and become such a great rebounder. Cause Steven Adams is just one of the best uh, centers at boxing out opponents. So uh, wouldn't it surprise me if we see a bigger rebounding game from Zion, he understands he's going to have to take a lot of the go bear brute uh, brunt in this game, we saw it in the last one as well. So uh, not a matchup for me for Ingram necessarily. 8500 just seems like it's a little too expensive. If you wanted to take a shot at a guy like Bledsoe, I wouldn't mind it. I think that price tag is more than fair at $5,300. Uh, i am pretty much hopping off the Nikhil Alexander-Walker train at that price tag until he gets back down to the mid-fours. I don't think I'll be touching him too much. We're starting to get these bodies healthy. As Lonzo's minutes increase, his might dip a little bit. Uh, and then if you're absolutely dumpster diving and you need to play, uh, you know, J.J. Reddick is always a guy that he's generally rock solid. If he's hitting his shots that night, he's going to get you 20. If he's not, you know, that's the chance you take up playing J.J. Reddick. So uh, anybody else you want to talk about on this New Orleans side?
0: Yeah, you mentioned Ingram and I liked it for him in the Tuesday game when with two games. But now that there's three and there's better options around his price tag or a little bit higher I'm not going to play too much of him. I mean, LeBron's only 700 more, Curry's 1,000, uh, Randall's a couple hundred extra, and I think that's a solid matchup. So I'm going to avoid him too in this one. He's been shooting poorly. I think this is a, it's still a decent matchup for him because you can target the Jazz at the three-point line if you can, uh, but it's the other options are better. Uh, and yeah, I'm not really targeting too many people. I guess J.J. Redick you could look at at 35, but if you get there, Man, he doesn't play. He's not playing twenty minutes when this team is healthy, or or a, a lot of minutes when this team is healthy. So you're really digging there and hoping that your studs hit. Um, but I don't mind. Uh, actually, no, I, I really don't want to play Lonzo or, or Bledsoe right now um, in this either. So probably not going to have too much exposure to the Pelican
1: side of the ball. Don't play me. Uh, on the Jazz side of the ball, though, we we saw some of these big hitters. Donovan Mitchell uh, lost you a bet. <laughs> I would decide with Will on that one. I was I was on Mitchell over Shea. Uh, shout out Will. Uh, you know, I, anytime I could dig into Sonny, I will take every opportunity, even if I didn't make the bet. So Sonny's 0 for two on bets this season. So let's uh, hope we
0: can... I won one. Which one? But I, I I just uh, I feel like every time I say I like someone better, he goes, Oh, that's
1: bad. I love this guy.
0: But you guys are being <laughs> real weird about it. No, I won. Uh, Keld Keldon um, Johnson one. Oh
1: yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So you're one. You're one for three. Uh, you you know, it could be an upswing for you. A little bounce back moment, but I'm on Mitchell again. I think it's 7,900. I just love that price tag. I love the matchup. He's been way more assertive lately. Uh, he's actually been just knocking down his shots, and that was the big thing that we talked about early in the season. The dude started the first two weeks of the season shooting 35%. That is not the norm. Uh, he's generally going to be around that 44 to 46%. When that happens, we're going to see him averaging 25 to 26 points almost. So I'm cool with Mitchell. Sign me up at 7,900. He'd probably be one of my uh, favorite mid-tier plays and another one of those reasons why I'm not getting to two studs in this one necessarily. Uh, And I think Gobert is very much in play as well. At 7,200, you know, probably the most expensive center we're looking at on the slate if you're not playing Davis there. And he's just rock solid. We know what we're getting from him. Usually the floor of his 30 to 35, and the ceiling could be anywhere between 40 and 45. So sign me up 7,200. I'm cool with that. And we'll have to monitor. It is a back-to-back, but Joe Ingles played in the front half of the back back I'm sorry. It's not a back-to-back. He, uh, he, was dealing with the Achilles injury, missed three games played in that first game. Uh, he's not, you know, you know, being listed or anything just yet. Uh, but it's something to monitor because that's something that has been bothering him. And even dating back to last season, uh, the dude's getting up there in age. So I don't expect it to go away anytime soon, but if he plays at 4,300, uh, It's tough to chase. He only played 19 minutes. Does he see more in this one? Does he still see 19? You know, I actually kind of want to get your thoughts on this one. What do you think about that?
0: I mean, they blew them out this last game. So I throw that out the window. The Pelicans aren't going to get blown out twice by them. Everything that I saw in the last game, I'm I'm not really going to uh, look at too, too much. I think Joe Ingles didn't play too much because it was a blowout and he didn't need to coming off that injury. Why extend a guy when you got, when you're up by 20 points in the second half for the, majority of the second half uh, so i think we'll see a little bit more minutes and at 4300 that's a solid price tag uh that's a cheap guy that you can get without paying uh people are going to be going at emmanuel quickly at 41 i think this is a rock solid pivot for 200 extra
1: yeah and then the last guy i want to talk about is a guy i mentioned when we were talking about the pelicans and it's Derek favors so um i talked about them you know him guarding zion and i think that's something that we might see a little bit more of zion eight in that last one uh, I, at 3,400, he's center eligible. I don't necessarily want to play him at center. We talked about so many, but as a utility guy, if you need it, if it's there for you, I don't hate it. You know, he should be looking at 15 to 16 minutes at the bare minimum. I'm expecting maybe a little bit of a boost after they just got cooked by Zion, and maybe play him closer to you know 20. It's not going to be any easier for them. He's still going to get cooked either way, uh, but they might end up looking his way just a slight bit more after uh, they just saw this exact same matchup what you know two days ago. So. Uh, I, I don't mind spending down on him if I need to at thirty four hundred.
0: Yeah, for me, I, I'm not too huge on this matchup as well. I think it's going to be a lot more competitive. Uh, you mentioned you you're in love with Mitchell. Uh, I think he has a, he's been playing a lot better, but I don't think he's going to shoot nine of fifteen from the floor again. So I'm not at, at seventy nine. I'm not going to have him in a ton of exposure, but he is a solid. Uh, you save some money there if you if you don't want to go too big on a couple people. So I don't mind that. beer he's just not he's being go beer getting eight shots a game or, or under eight shots a game pretty much uh scoring low teens if that and then uh grabbing a ton of rebounds and, and getting some defensive stats at 72 i think there's some i think he's decent but i think there's some solid options that are, are a little bit cheaper than him as well there um uh for everyone else i, I still think mike conley is a, is a solid play here and i think he has to One of the better matchups and at 65, I I will give him some looks again. He didn't play great in the last one, but they also blew him out and they didn't need him to play, play that well. He only took seven shots. uh, So they didn't need him. I think this is going to be a, like I mentioned, a lot more competitor competitive of a game. So I, I, I do like going back to the well and Mike Conley in this one.
1: Yeah, I don't see, I'm a little torn on Mike Conley because one thing, the trend I've noticed is as Mitchell's gotten hot and has taken more shot attempts, we've seen less shot attempts from Conley. Uh, You know, he's still in the double digits, but mostly in the low double digits. You know, last game it was seven, before that 13, then two games straight of 10, 13, 12, 14, 10, 11. Uh, And then he had one of 20, but we look back when he had 20, and that's kind of right when Mitchell uh, had his last poor game and started to get back on track. So I don't know if there's exact correlation. I'm not saying these guys both can't have good games in the exact same night. But it could just seem like a veteran letting the young guy get into his rhythm and saying, "Hey, man, take take the ball, do your thing. You're the star of this team." Uh, I get that. I, I you know, I, maybe I'm just overthinking things and overlooking things. Uh, but I definitely think that's something I've noticed. Uh, at 7,900, I think I still prefer just to pay the 1,400 more on the guy on the hot streak. But I don't blame me for playing calmly either. You know, this guy's a walking bucket uh, and much, much better this season as opposed to last when he was dealing with those injuries. I would say, yeah, he's not taking in as many shots,
0: but he's is facilitating, and he's doing a lot mm-hmm. more things. And if you look at their fantasy points per game outside of the last one, they're pretty close. I mean, you, uh, Donovan Mitchell, the last four before the last one, only has one over 40. Uh, you could say the same thing for Conley, or, or I think Conley has two over 40. So it's um, they're pretty close there. I don't think it's a huge, huge difference, and if you need the savings, it's, it's solid there. I, I think there's a couple more wing options as well.
1: Hey, don't no. Are, are you trying to? I try to get another bet going, Santino. Is that like? It sounds like you're talking about us doing the bets, and it sounds to me like you want to do a bet. But we'll we'll keep it. We'll keep it moving anyway. See,
0: so yeah, this is. I just think you guys are, are
1: degenerates. <laughs>
0: When I say give you points of why I, I don't think it's that much nah, of a difference. I
1: know, I know. I'm joking <laughs> with you, man. Uh, we are degenerates, though. And I'm sure, you know, 80% of our listeners are. And that's why they're probably listening to this on on their morning commute or or during some time of their day. But we do appreciate it. And we thank you that we have some fellow degenerates with us nonetheless. Yeah. You guys are uh, on your I love
0: Donovan Mitchell bandwagon. Then I say, oh, no, I think this is a solid guy. And then you want to, uh, <laughs> Throw a bet of your favorite player in the world <laughs> against a guy I just think is solid.
1: Well, hey, yeah, I, that's how these that's how these bets work. He's a, he's not my favorite, but I do I do like Donovan. But uh, nonetheless, that's that's pretty much it I think for us guys over here at Hoop Ball DFS today. Uh, if you guys have a quick moment, you can give us a thumbs up, a subscribe, a rate, a review it means the world to us. We really do appreciate that, and then you can follow us on Twitter. You can find me at Mike M I K E A P O T R I A. You can find Santino at Santino Cacone, S N T I N O C A C C O N E. Give us a follow-up. We'll get back to you guys if you have any questions, any uh, interest. And, uh, you know, I mentioned it earlier on the Monday show. We've had some responses. And if you're listening and I didn't respond to you, don't worry. We're getting to them. We're just, you know, kind of slowly just stacking them up and uh, going through some things. Uh, We will be reaching back out. But we do have some openings over here on the Hoopball DFS Today team. We're kind of looking for a bunch of different roles, a bunch of different positions, uh, if you have any unique skill sets, if you have any experience, or if you're you know just looking to get into this, uh, you know, get at Santino, get at uh, me, Dan Bespras, any one of us uh, specifically. You know, there's two positions that we're looking to fill immediately, and it involves, uh, you know, just being a basic blurber in our Discord, uh, and then we also need some editors over here. Uh, we've been pumping out more content left and right. Santino and I, uh, you know, we we keep our eyes on them, but we need a hand, guys. So if there's any editors out there that want to be a part of this team, get involved. Uh, or anybody that's both. just looking at blurb, or both, right? We we can use both. If you're a multifaceted, we, we wouldn't mind both. But uh, nonetheless, guys, that uh, is all.
0: Remember, if you have any particular set of skills, that's that's I think that's the quote you use. You, any Liam particular, it. I have
1: a, yeah, I have a particular set of skills. Yeah, if you have a Liam Neeson voice and you can give me a phone interview in the Liam Neeson voice, we'll probably hire you in a second. Uh, that's just cool. We need that on our team regardless. Uh, anything else you want to say, Santino, before we get out of here?
0: Uh, No, I think we did it. We did a quick three-game slate, and we will catch you guys
1: again tomorrow. I think it's Brenton and Dave will be on tomorrow. Absolutely. Brenton and Dave have been crushing it. Uh, One of my favorite shows to listen to. Absolutely not this one. Listening back to Santino's voice gives me a headache, but that's all we have. Thank you, guys, for listening to DFS today. We will be back tomorrow. Let's go out there and crush some GPPs.